1: Good morning. It is Wednesday, April 22nd. This is the Flow Track Podcast. My name is Lincoln Shrike. Joined today by Gordon Mack. It's become a Wednesday tradition, Lincoln and Gordon. Uh, Mr. Mack, how are you doing today?
0: Doing good. Did not realize it was Wednesday. Honestly, forgot the day of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, wh- one thing I want to do is I want to go like, make a video, go to somewhere on the street somewhere. And just interview people and say, I'll give you $5 if you can tell me what day of the week and the date is. And I bet you one in, I bet you a majority of them don't know. Like, I bet you if I go to someone, like, can you tell me? I bet you a lot of people don't know it's April 22nd right now. Like, they don't. There's no
1: way. I mean, I try to keep my head attached to my body and and have a knowledge of what day it is, but... Maybe if you give them a time window, if you get, say like you have to answer in one second, then then you could you know get that people a lot of people could get that wrong. Um, but I did have to look on my phone before I said the date at the top of the show. So maybe you're more right than than I realize.
0: Maybe we'll see. I so, maybe
1: this appeared appeared yesterday, but you have a new microphone. I do.
0: Uh, I am yeah. joining the the ranks of. Lincoln and Kevin. Now yeah. my voice is at your level. Uh, there you nice go. this little uh, Yeti microphone. It's black. It's probably the newer version of what you have right now. You have Kevin's old mic, right?
1: I do. Yeah, it's blue is the brand. Yeah,
0: you would think if they named
1: Mine. it. Okay.
0: Mine's if called blue too, it... but it's black.
1: I got it. Yeah, I was going to say if they named it blue, you would think that they would color it blue. But, you know, whatever. That's neither here nor there. Um Okay, so for today's show, we uh, we're still in the midst of Oregon Week, which uh, I imagine is for some people is quite popular. For others, it's uh, a reason to not come to the site because you know or, or, Oregon's one of those programs you you love them or hate them. It seems like no no in between. But a lot of people love them, and so for today, there, I wanted to look at on both the male and the female side throughout history for the Ducks, who belongs on the Mount Rushmore of Oregon track and field. We can go back as far as we want. We can be as recent as you want, but there's gonna be some tough picks because there's been a ton of legends that have come through the Oregon, the University of Oregon track program. Uh, so we gotta nail it down to four for the men and four for the women. Do you have a beat on who you want to be on your Mount Rushmore? We can start with the men.
0: I do. I do, I. do. Th- I think we should start the women ladies first oh That's how it no, goes. okay
1: so we'll st- no problem we'll
0: start the women <laughs> and how do, how do we want to do this do we want to each give our four or do we want to create four between the two of us like how, how are we doing this
1: i think we should create four between the two of us and we can just bring up a name and then we can argue for that person and then inevitably also against that person and decide if they need to be on Or if they need to not be carved into the hypothetical rock that is Mount Rushmore.
0: All right. Well, I have eight nominees for the women. Okay. Why don't you bring up,
1: Maybe you can bring up one, it's your choice. You can go first. You can bring up one that you think is rock solid or you think you can bring up one that maybe is on the fence. I, I don't care either way. But let's let let's start with you. Well, I
0: don't know. They're just nominees. We don't know they, they can okay. be rock solid, but they are, they're just nominees. They mm. their their name was printed on the on the pamphlet before they got etched into the, the to the Mount Rushmore. So I'll start with the That's first good. one, English Gardner, mm. sprinter, did very well yes. while at Oregon. Probably one of the best sprinters, uh, which is saying a lot because recently. Oregon has had some great uh, female short-distance sprinters. But English Gardner, yay or nay?
1: So just looking up her her history at Oregon, uh, she won the 100 twice. She won the 60 once and a part of multiple relay champions. And if I just do a little keyword search about where she ranks all-time in the 100... Let's look this up real quick. Hold on, ten ninety six slots her seventh all time in the NCAA list. Very, very good, and she won multiple NCAA titles. And obviously, that's the threshold and going to Oregon. That's what you have to achieve. My opinion is we can find. I, I think she's she's a close miss. I think I think she does not make my top four. Now, I just think they're sprinters. For Oregon that have run faster that have done more across multiple distances now winning the 60 a big deal uh and while also coming back in the 100 so she's kind of that she's rounded out her her resume as, as a great short sprinter but I, I I think as far as point scoring value there's other there's other athletes that maybe go in front of her
0: And before we go down this rabbit hole, we are only considering the Oregon career, correct? We are not considering what they've done after?
1: Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so you, yeah, I I mean, you know, in that regard, like, I mean, when we get to the men's side, I mean, there's too many good guys ahead of him. He's not going to make it, but like, you know, Mac Fleet is at least worth having a conversation about. He's not, he's not going to make top four, but you know, he had a very good career at Oregon. And afterwards, he hasn't yeah. done a whole lot, but but you know he would be in the conversation. I didn't
0: even have Mac fit in my top twelve from the men's side. But anyway, all right. So you're, you're it, was going, uh, it was just an example. It's just an
1: example. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We're we're going we're going. So you're saying like just outside for English Gardner. Okay. So then I'm going to th- follow I up English so. Gardner yeah. with with two with two more sprinters to kind of saying mm-hmm. the sprinter Jenna Prandini and Jasmine Todd.
1: See, I think Prandini so belongs. Guessing, yeah. Really?
0: So why prandini I,
1: over Well, she Gar- ran she, she ran faster in the 100 and she won I believe multiple long jump titles. I'd have to go back and see exactly how many titles uh, she won, but she was like all-American the day she walked on campus. I mean, she was an absolute star coming out of high school and now I'm going to look up how many titles she she exactly won. Uh, you know, she, I guess she only won three titles. So, I mean, I could see because of the fact that English Gardner won more NCAA titles that you would put her on there. But I don't know the just the the full measure of point scoring opportunities or point scoring ability that Prandini had in the long jump, in the hundred, and the two hundred. I bet if you tab, you know, went back and and did the full body of work throughout the Oregon career and how many points Jenna Prandini scored at national championships versus how many points. English Gardner did, I think Prandini would have a pretty significant edge.
0: And then Jasmine Todd, just not there. I mean, she did. No, her and she, career she, ended in a really weird way, too. So,
1: Yes, yes. I mean, that obviously, that hurts her resume, losing out in her senior season due to uh, academic ineligibility. In but uh, she was very, very good in-, in college as well, and a similar type of an athlete to Prandini. To but she was a little too inconsistent in the sprints. Very good jumper. Uh, she's won – you know, multiple NCAA titles, I believe. Uh, uh, but just not not there as much in the in the sprints.
0: Okay, so right now you're you're still holding on to the Prandini ticket. Yeah, and she's no on Todd, the she's on no She's
1: on the bubble. She's on the bubble. Um, yeah. I just there's three names right now that I just know need to be on on the team or right. on the well, on the mountain there.
0: Well, we're not there yet, so we'll we'll no, move we're not up there. in distance now. We'll move up in distance. Yep. This is probably a name that you're probably going to say is guaranteed on. Phil's Francis.
1: Yeah, and and Francis, it's easy, obviously, to think about what she's she's done uh, since then, but also just being such an important cog on the uh, on the duck relay teams. Let's see where she. So are ranked. you are you are you in or out on Phil's Francis being on there? I mean, I'm not a hundred percent sold. She's, she's Ooh, okay. very, very, so she's also a bubble. I mean, she, she won an indoor national title and she helped anchor, you know, famous four by four in 2014. But a lot of ducks have, have run on four by fours and won titles with them. You know, there's been, it had been a lot more athletes. I, I guess, I don't know. Maybe she's on the, in the similar vein as, as like Prandini. she's a bubble. What do you think? See, I would
0: think Phyllis Francis is on there, but I also maybe am skewed by what she's done post Oregon. And maybe I'm just thinking that her success as a pro makes me think that she is the more notable duck, but it's, it's hard. It's hard to only judge someone on their college career and not be influenced by what they did after college, you know? And we're going right. to have a lot of that when we talk about uh, the men because that, that's going to be a lot of big debate of like being swayed by what these these men did after Oregon. So, but, yeah. so Phils Francis is also a bubble. So we have a lot of it's bubbles. It's a maybe. So, I, I have, so you have
1: not named a, a certain athlete yet.
0: Okay, so Gardner, Prandini, Todd, Francis, all bubble, but you're leaning more towards Prandini and Francis. We're still not yeah. there. All right, we're going to keep moving up in distance. Laura Raisler.
1: Yeah, and I want to put her on the team. Um, let's see if I can. So she's come up. She, she's a, she's she's on the Mount Rushmore. I I, I think so. Just for the value Ooh. she provided in the 800 and the and uh, let's see, she won two 800 national titles. She was on multiple four by four national titles. So she's got an 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 individual title edge on Phyllis Francis. I she does not have the edge over Prandini so you can make that argument and Prandini was on you know was a would have been a bigger point scorer let's see where racer ranks as far as all time she ran too flat in 2014 the problem though with racer even though i think you can make a solid argument she belongs is that She's got somebody that's clearly above her in the 800 at Oregon. So if you don't want to put her on and you want to maybe have, I mean, it, we're just picking the best four athletes. But if you want to put Prandini ahead or or Gardner ahead, it, you know you don't have to worry about a lack of 800 meter runners because we know that there is going to be one coming.
0: Yeah. So is um, kind of a bubble
1: because she's right behind none other than Raven Rogers. Right, and. I think consistency, maybe throughout the whole career, Gardner and Prandini maybe have a slight edge. Raisa really just came on at the end of her career, um, so perhaps you put those two ahead. I know I've been contradicting myself several times because then I, I look at these women and 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 you know maybe some have run more recently than others and or you know been in Oregon more recently than others. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they deserve to be on. But I'm like, actually, they're res- Like, they were good, but how many actually insulated titles do they have? Because you get up there and you've got some athletes from Oregon that have won like five NCAA titles. And then you get to, you're starting to, you know, be able to get really picky with some that have just, oh, they just won two individual titles. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be, I don't know if that's going to be strong enough. So uh, now that I'm talking myself into this, I'm having this therapeutic session, I can say, I think Prandini needs to be ahead of Racer and Gardner needs to be ahead of Racer actually. So those two ahead wow, of Laura okay. I know I started out that that spiel by saying Racer needs to be on, but I think that was recency bias um, or I guess event bias because they both they were on the team about similar times. Uh, I think that's event bias being more familiar with the distance races. So I'm going to say, actually, Prendini and Gardner right now a step ahead of racer do you agree
0: yes i do agree mm, yeah, uh okay. let's get to one that we know for sure is already on the mountain that is raven rogers mm-hmm. yes uh yes. she was dominant from start to finish uh both in the 800 and the four by four uh ran sub two in the 800 so yeah Cleveland raven record. rogers i'm not sure how many titles, how many titles did she win? Five I don't even know. five eight hundred
1: five five, five eight hundred titles. Never lost an eight hundred national title. Uh multiple four by fours. And yeah, oh, she, yeah. Ran 159, she ran one fifty nine. She ran one fifty nine ten, which is the end season collegiate record. So uh easily on there.
0: So we have her, so we're really trying to find three names after Raven Rogers. Yeah. Another name to add, potentially, Jordan Hesse. Mm-hmm. Jordan Hesse. Mm-hmm.
1: No cross country
0: star. Did she ever win? I don't think she ever.
1: Did she win she, a national title? I think so. Yeah, I don't think she did. Okay. Uh, she did. Oh, okay. I I'm I gotta look that what up.
0: The titles. I
1: believe she won. Uh, my internet's my internet's oh, wait, taking maybe? a while. I don't think she won. I don't think she won a national title. She was always there, but. I'm almost positive she didn't win a national title. No, she did. She won the
0: indoor mile in 2011, and the indoor okay. 3K in 2011. Okay, so she has two yeah. indoor titles, and then uh, yeah, and then she has a shitload of All Americans, a oh, lot yeah. of top three cross country finishes yeah, for sure. Um, but and when you think, and she also has like the name, the name value, like when you think of. Oregon distance women Jordan has say is probably the number one yeah. if you can argue I think Jordan yeah, Hesse but, might deserve to be on there because yeah. it's it, you can't just be like all right who are the top four women with the most titles those are the four there's more it's more than just NCA titles it's also the name and the impact and like you know sure. I, I just think that you gotta you can't just be like we're a Picking the top four titled winners, I don't know. But don't you think, think you're su- say,
1: yeah, you're swayed though by what she's done post collegiately and her. She's been famous since she was a junior in high school. You know, running the that's swayed by. Yeah, well, she was swayed in by her being famous since
0: yeah. But like, I'm that's what. But like, she is one of the most famous female track athletes to run at Oregon. Why For sure. should the most famous female track athlete to run at Oregon should be on the Mount Rushmore? She won two titles and she won a shitload of All Americans. She was the best cross country okay. runner in Oregon's history. See, I, I know I you think... probably weren't thinking about it, but now you're. Maybe you'll get. I mean, no. I... Who is more? Who is more memorable at Oregon, Jordan Hasey or Laura Raesler? Jordan say You
1: think? Yeah. I mean. I mean, just because of cross-country, I, I mean, I think it depends on your distance preference. That is one. I just feel like Hesse didn't live up to the hype that she had at Oregon. Now, the hype was incredibly high, but not winning cross-country after what? Didn't she win Foot Locker as, like, a freshman? I mean, it was, like, ridiculous. Like, she was just supposed to be this huge thing supposed to, you know, she was kind of part of the reason the Foot Locker curse became a, became a reality uh for a, for a long time. It's just I think she didn't quite live up to the hype. So yeah, she was good but, but not great. Think about this?
0: Good but not great. I mean, she in 2010 she was a two-time all-American indoor cuz she got second in the DMR, fourth in the mile. And then outdoor, she Got third in the 1500 then the next year she wins the mile wins the 3k second in the dmr then okay. outdoor she uh gets eighth in the 1500 fourth in the 5k she was a point okay. machine and then yeah. the next year third in the mile fourth in the 3k and then outdoor third in the 1500 she and then you know f- she gets third across country you know she, she's just always scoring uh, 2013 second in the 3k fourth in the 5k yeah like we're just like criticizing her for always being like the bridesmaid to you know abby diagostino yeah, and yeah. and all these other people but like i don't know like the number of all americans that she has like if we're gonna brag about prandini's like scoring we should brag about jordan Hase scoring okay all right that's, that's fine. my only thought okay we'll, 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 we, we should... can get to it later well, I have another athlete. Uh,
1: yeah, heptathlete Brienne yeah. Tyson. I mean, she that, that there's no debate there. She's on. She won five yeah. titles. She won five. I looked it up. Five titles. Uh, you know, she was just like her husband. I mean, she was like an automatic W in the multis during her time. I mean, it was just like automatic. She, she five five titles. Uh, you know, not even including that the fact that she went on to you know, win a world title indoors and was a metal machine. Uh, I think living in the shadow of Ashton is a little tough, but you know, she, she was good from start to finish throughout her career. And it, you know, it all started at Oregon and, and she won five national titles. Sorry. So we can agree on
0: Raven Rogers and Brianne Tyson. Uh, so that's two of the four. Um, was there another nominee that I missed? Am I missing someone?
1: Mm, I mean, uh, Deja Stevens, maybe, but I, you know, I don't think she she only maybe won one national title. I mean, those are just like quality names: Hannah Cudnlf, Ariana Washington. I mean, I think those are pretty clearly out. Um, they also, I believe, was a multiple time javelin champ, Yurkovich, Rachel Yurkovich. She was solid in the late two thousands. Um, so but I think from, yeah. I I, uh, I think from the the names we've said at the top, we can now pare it down. So I'm willing to concede, Hasee. That's fine. And one one name we didn't say, Jessica Hole. I mean, yeah, but she What she, she just won? <clears throat> she was just good. One, I guess she won a couple. 15, yeah, fifteen hundred, three K, DMR twice. I mean, so four national titles. That's and then you know, second in the fifteen hundred, third in cross country. I mean, actually, like when you start to narrow it, like look at her results, it was, it's, she's got a sneaky, good resume. I know it was like, cause yeah, but, it was literally just last year, but I mean, four national titles and two of those are DMRs, but one of those, she was at the anchor. Um, I think, well, I, I just think that like yeah. what the way we look at it is
0: we have the multi field in Tyson. We have the mid distance in Raven Rogers. And I just think we need to pick one sprinter and then one distance. And if I choose one distance, I would choose Jordan Hesse over Jessica Hall. Just because of the name, mm-hmm. that's a factor. We It's not just – your resume isn't just what you do on the track. It's what you do off the track. And Hesse has that off-the-track factor. So I put Hesse in there, and then my sprinter that I would choose would be English Gardner over okay. Jordan Prandini.
1: Why over Prandini? You know. I'm just curious. Why Why do you think she I, would belong to him?
0: maybe I'm more influenced by what she did, you know, post college making some teams. But I also just think that like, it just seems so weird to only pick everyone from like the past, like five years. Yeah, And I feel like it needs to be like more of a, of a, of a time gap. Right. And I just, yeah. maybe I'm don't want to just pick everyone from the time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, from the this half decade.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, and you know, I think, you know, like I said, she won the sixty and the hundred. She won the hundred multiple times. So perhaps I was misguided to Im- immediately dismiss her. I do think, you know, as a f- more of a rounded track and field athlete, maybe Prandini was a little bit more solid when in the long jump too. And maybe Prandini, I think she did, but has more points over the over the full measure of her career. But uh, I, I I could be fine with the the quartet of Gardner Hasse. Tyson and uh Raven Rogers
0: boom so let's book it we're, I can build that up. rushmore.
1: okay let's go it. to the men's that side is
0: the top four women of all time in Oregon history no if ands or buts uh forever like this is just this is science-based predictions mm-hmm. and uh as of nine thirty a.m April 22nd Wednesday that's it Anyway, well, and I think they're going to build this into
1: the. They're building this into the the Oregon uh, any you know any mountain we choose in Oregon. They're gonna yes. they're gonna start using uh, <laughs> using government funds to build to to carve this into the Oregon mountainside. I
0: think they're going to carve it into the Priest Rock. That's what they're going to do. Oh, it's going to be like a mini Mount Rushmore inside Priest right. Rock.
1: <laughs> no comment. All right. <laughs> Let's go to the men's side. Uh right. you, you got to lead off last time by naming, I don't know, like a, a semi bubble person that got that ultimately got on. I mean, the thing with the men, I mean, okay, actually let's make it easier. I'll start with somebody that we know is gonna be on there because there there's like there feels like there's like I know we're only doing four, but there's like eight guys that truthfully probably belong on the top four. That's what's gonna make this so tough. But let's start with a, a recent name, Edward Cheserek. He's the winningest Division One male athlete of all time. Famously, did not win the Bowerman, which just shows that the Bowerman's kind of stupid. Uh, he is clearly on the Mount Rushmore. Do you do you have any reason to disagree?
0: Yeah, I one hundred thousand percent agree, and I also think it's kind of amazing that someone from our lifetime, like not from a few years ago, we considered the person who's guaranteed on the R- Mount Rushmore. If we would have said mm-hmm. this, had this conversation in 2012, that person would have been pre-Fontaine, right? So it's kind of crazy mm-hmm. how someone has the ability to be more like solid, all-time top four Oregon duck, um, right. which what did, 17 national titles is no joke. Like that's, that's not even a no joke for just track. It's a no joke for all of NCAA sports, you know. And it's all with the factor of one being dominant in so many different events, but also the idea that he'd started doing it from a freshman year and the idea that he decided not to go pro, all that. Right. It's, just, it's hard to get that, right? And it was a perfect storm yeah. for Chesarek. Uh, but yeah, he is 1000% Mount Rushmore.
1: I mean, Oregon was loaded in the time he was there, not just with him, with having Jenkins and all those Milers. And, uh, but, he was the catalyst on five national title teams. They didn't win in cross country, but in, in track, I mean, he was just unbelievable for how he could he could score points for them. Of the seventeen, I think fifteen are individual national titles, but the or wait, was it fifteen that were individual or was it sixteen? Because he won DMR. Did he win two DMRs? Can't remember. He's won I know one. DMRs. In, okay. The thing with the DMRs that were won, it wasn't like he was the twelve hundred leg and somebody else anchor. I mean, he was the anchor. He he made it happen. I mean, it's just an absolutely ridiculous uh, tally of of titles, and uh, he should have multiple Bowerman trophies. To be honest, is ridiculous that that he does not. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's you could argue him as the greatest, obviously because he's the winningest, but you could certainly make the argument that he's the the uh, the guy who the greatest. Curly leads Oregon time. track and field, and he's not on the Bowerman Tower. The Bowerman Towerman, as Kevin likes to call it. Uh, he belongs up there. The dude was, is a winner. Like it, That's all he did at Oregon was win, 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 since the day he stepped on campus. It just feels like somehow Edward Chesrek is underrated, which is unbelievable to me.
0: Yeah, it's weird. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know why it's kind of – I mean, even but during like during the Chesreck years, I mean Chesrek was the guy who was on like their billboards that they do outside of Eugene, but not having him on the 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 Bowerman Tower. I mean, who was on the
1: Bowerman Tower that that's on there? Uh Rogers, know? Eaton, Prefontaine, and then a guy from a long time ago, like Otis Davis, who won titles in like the sixties. So I'm sure they wanted to represent, you know. Obviously they wanted female and male I you know, I'm just kinda of surprised they didn't put two female two females, two males, but I think, you know, part of what we were talking about there the the history of the organ program has been a lot more uh favored on the men's side male. as far as yeah. yeah, as far as the number of the legends. So maybe that was part of it. But I think they wanted, you know, recent obviously you want to have C pre prefontaine. That was a that was a natural one. Um and then Eaton, Specifically so Raven of Rogers. Hand. Yeah, what's up?
0: Yeah, Raven Rogers took the recent. Raven Rogers took the recent title, ty- yeah. like the recent grouping, because you have recent, then you have like recent but not that recent, and Eaton. Then you have the two old, you know. And I think, I think if Raven, yeah, Raven Rogers basically took the spot that Chezrek would have had.
1: I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't like put. I mean, I understand, and she was right. great too. But I mean, he all he won three times as many titles as she did. Now I know she went pro after her junior year. Um, and, I, and again, you have to have representation, yet you, you you needed to have a female up there, and she definitely deserved that spot as arguably Oregon's best female track athlete ever. But it's just like, name a building after the dude or something. Like, name a lane after him on the track. All the guy did was freaking dominate, and it just feels like he's not getting proper respect. I mean, can we get the Chesarek Invitational or something? Like... We need that. The- we we do need that. Okay, moving on. Let's let's do one so, that can be more. more yeah, let's do one that can maybe be more debatable, because there's just so many studs that this could be this could be shorter. I feel like. Um, so I'm gonna go with a guy from a from a while ago, Joaquin, Cruz. So uh, Joaquin Cruz. Yeah, so go ahead. He's good. He was good. He ran
0: 141. Wait, 141, 142. Yeah.
1: 141.77. I looked this up. Uh, he did that in 1984 when he won his Olympic title. That year, he swept the 800 and the 1500. He ran 3:36 in college before running 3:36 was somewhat routine, even though still not really that routine. Uh, and then he, yeah, so he he won an he won the Olympic title the same year he won a NCAA title. So he won, I think, three. NCAA titles, 800 in 83, 884, 1584, and then the the Olympic titles while he was still 21. So let's just, that would basically be like Devin Dixon, you know, winning the 800, then also somehow getting in the 1500 and then going on to win in Tokyo. I mean, it's just, it's it's un it's unheard of sense like you don't go on you don't win simply titles and then go on and win the olympics like that's just the competition is just too strong so that is legit if, if i just you're think,
0: Gra- unless you're grant holloway you know <laughs> yes unless
1: you're grant holloway perfect good idea nah the thing that's working against him is just that he just doesn't have the numbers of titles that some of the other guys do
0: well also the thing working against him is era like could you argue that maybe cuz I think of Joaquin Cruz as basically the modern day for Oregon's purposes, Andrew Weeding, right? Mm -hmm. You know, a guy Mm -hmm. who kind of dominated the 800 and the 1500, made teams at a young age. Uh, Now, what Weeding didn't do is he didn't go on to like dominate at the international level. But I think Andrew Weeding's collegiate career is pretty much on par with Cruz's collegiate career when you really think about it.
1: Yeah. Well, it's funny that you say that because Weeding was the uh, the next guy after Cruz, I believe, to win the 800 and the 1500 at NCAAs and he did that in 2010. So, I think you're more right than you know there. Uh, he didn't didn't have the run up to the Olympics clearly that that Cruz did, but I I, th- I think yes, I think there is a. Uh, There's a more recent version of Joaquin Cruz when you just look at the Oregon career, other than not running quite as fast. But, yeah, I I, I think he falls short. And, you know, as we mentioned, Weeding he does as well. Basically, no other program would either of those guys not be on the Mount Rushmore. But when we're talking Oregon and there's been so many legends, uh, those guys are, are off the rock.
0: Yeah, I kind of really do like putting weeding on the rock, though, for some weird reason. I don't know. When I was doing my own little cheat sheet of who I have in and out, for some reason, I kept keeping weeding in. I don't know. I think maybe I just think about like when I, I don't know just, what him at Oregon was like, I don't know, he's this tall figure. He was like this young kid who was like all of a sudden got good right away, like after freshman year. you like, who is this kid? How is he? He, he yeah. just picks up the he just picks up the eight hundred and the fifteen hundred and like boom he's like dominating he had some great battles with Robbie Andrews, uh, yeah. he was part of like you know the that Oregon trio uh, when they uh, did the they went one two three with uh, I think Acosta yeah. and Central. Central but I don't know so Weeding I kind of want to keep maybe in I don't want to knock him out no I but you probably disagree I you I know, know who we have I coming. Can, I know who we have coming, but like, ah oh man, there's okay. something about it.
1: Anyway, okay. All right, so weeding and he, can, he can be hanging Cruz. on with one hand on the t- on the side of the mountain right now until we name everybody else that belongs on okay.
0: there. Okay, sure, 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 sure. Okay, uh, should should I go next with a uh, 2 yeah, i We'll do go another ahead. duo. Another duo. Okay, go for it. This is a father son duo. Mm, Matthew yeah, Sensowitz Jr. Here. and Matthew Sensowitz Junior. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, you're going to catch me without as much information because I don't know exactly what S- Senior's resume was. I know he was fantastic at Oregon. Uh, I'm trying to think if he was a part of it. I think he was a part of one of the national title winning teams in the 70s in cross country. Uh, and he was good in the 15 and the 5. Um, but do I remember exactly what he did? No would be the answer to that. Let's see if I can... Uh, where it is I mean I'm not seeing him on any of like the Oregon top 10 lists as far as times and I know he ran in a different era but to me that that says no for him Centrowitz is fantastic Oh no I actually I misspoke I'm sorry Matt Centrowitz senior ran 33670 in 1976 which Cruz uh Joaquin Cruz beat as the as the school record in 1984 so Centrowitz Senior ran 336 7 in 1976, so that is uh is awfully legit. And now his son, see, the thing with Oregon is they they count their school records all count even out of the collegiate season, so they're all like r- ridiculously fast. So, Centrowitz is 3.34.46 from the 2011 season. I don't know if that was at the world championships or if it was at like a diamond league or whatnot, but they count that as their school record. Um, so by virtue of his son being faster than him, I mean, Centrowitz senior is not going to be on there. And I don't think Centrowitz junior is on there either, even though he, uh, you know, has a national title and ran really, really fast in, in the 1500. I just, he just doesn't have the full, he did a lot at Oregon and obviously he's one of the more accomplished post-collegiate athletes in Oregon history. Um, But maybe other than, other than Eaton, could you say he's the most accomplished? I mean, there's an argument to be had there. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, but I, I don't think either of the Centros make it. Just, just because of the guys that are coming up, you, 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 you know that they were. You know, Centros Junior. Centro is is an Olympic gold medalist and two. Two, yeah, two other medals aside from that. No, three other medals if you count as world indoor title. I mean, post collegially there's no question. He's in the top two all-time of Oregon. But uh, you look at college, he won a 1,500 title. I don't know if he won a mile. I'm sure he was a part of D- of a DMR, and he was a part of cross-country national title teams. And I'm, I am think the same for Dad, but um, they, they can't beat the guys who are coming up.
0: So what you're you saying think? that weeding is still holding on. That's what you're trying no, to he's say. Not. say. Weeding was
1: never <laughs> holding on. Weeding was never holding on. You
0: you put him on the Mount Rushmore so he can still hold on to the edge until we get to the, the, the big guns later on. So if if Centro's off, Centro's off, and Cruz is off, Weeding is still hanging out with Cheserac on this Mount Rushmore before we oh get God. to the other guys.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Uh, All right. Should sh- I give you another uh, two two old guys?
1: Yeah, let's go for it. Yeah.
0: Harry Jerome and Bill
1: Dellinger. Okay, you're gonna have to give me some, uh, give me some of their resumes because, yeah, uh, well, I'm Bill Dellinger is, is, yeah, yeah, Bill
0: Dellinger is all, obviously all, most known for you know being a coach. Being a coach. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. not sure exactly what his uh, times were, but Harry Jerome is a Canadian sprinter, and during his time, he he was he was dominating the sprints. So. Looking back though, like his personal
1: best oh, was shoot. only like ten. Yeah,
0: was he only ran ten, 10 twenty six?
1: I okay, have on here his top ten, the top ten list. He ran ten twenty six in nineteen sixty four. Yeah, which was good and twenty and 20, 20.79 in nineteen sixty four. Both of those top ten all time in an era when the tracks were, uh you know, what what is the what is the word I'm looking for? Cinder tracks, and when the tracks were Cinder. Yeah. So it's pretty pretty impressive. And a name I wanted to highlight also as well from that era, we mentioned Otis Davis, who's that. Uh, in 1960, he ran 45.07 in the 400. So that's pretty damn impressive for, uh, for 60 years ago. Yeah,
0: that is very true. And Bill Dellinger, I'm not sure his uh, career, cur- obviously, he, he's more known for, for what he's did, he did as a coach. Kind right. His, same thing with, with Bowerman with being as a coach. But, like, uh, Jerome, Dellinger, they're just kind of like – I mean, obviously, there's a, there's a track meet named after both of these people, right? Right. Harry Jerome no has a problem. Canadian track meet. Bill Dellinger has a cross-country meet named after him.
1: Uh, I think I've been – have you ever been time to time Harry Jerome? I think I've been to that meet. I have not. not. The, and you've been, you've been to the Dellinger – isn't there a Dellinger cross-country? Yeah, I've been to
0: Dellinger Invitational. haven't been to Jerome. Look at that. Look at us.
1: we've we've covered it we've covered both those guys
0: uh but uh i just felt like that we had to mention their names i don't think they're gonna be on mount rutchmore but i felt like they kind of deserve to be in this podcast i'm sure their their grandchildren are super proud that we mentioned them in the flow track podcast episode number
1: 47 so i i uh, guarantee you you are correct man a lot oregon guys get neat meats named after them. that's kind of a that's kind of a thing
0: that's why we need the Chesarek invite. We need
1: that. Yeah, we need the Chesarek invite, the old, the Eaton multi event, uh, uh, the Rupp River shootout. I don't know. That's like a that's like an August cross country meet. Um, and then the Salazar. No, just kidding. Um, so okay, I have, moving on. I
0: have, I have one more yeah.
1: name before we get to big names. Got it. Devin Allen. Yeah, he was good. Uh, he let's see. He won the hundred hurdles, hundred and tens twice, won the sixties so, he once.
0: Yeah.
1: Here's the problem. The dude was good, and then Grant Holloway showed up and showed us what what good really was. So I uh I don't think he I don't think he makes it. And again, the guys in front of him. Maybe another team winning multiple national titles, running in the 13 teens. Uh He won the Olympic trials in 2016 wearing an Oregon jersey. Like, the dude has had some moments. And the fact he was – we know how talented he is. I mean, you know, he's splitting his time between football and track and was dominating the hurdles. Again, in an era, though, before Grant Holloway. And he's still making teams even in this this new time where Roberts and Holloway are the king of the the high hurdles in the U.S. But with the guy's – with the guys who are coming up again, I've said this, this entire segment, but the guys who are coming up, he doesn't make the team worth worth worthy of a mention. And maybe let's, let's, let me go through and and you will use this time to highlight some, some other guys. I don't think are going to end up making it Uh Mac fleet won multiple titles, maybe three. I know he won two 1500s in a row. I think he won. Did he win an indoor mile as well? I feel like maybe he did. I, I don't okay, man. No. I know he won. I, he won. Uh, he won thirteen and fourteen in the fifteen hundred. So that that is that is for sure. He was sure. injured a lot too. He, had, he, he had was injured major a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um. Another guy, Alberto Salazar. I know he's not a fan favorite anymore. Clearly, but he won the individual cross country title, I believe, in seventy eight. And the dude ran very very fast. In in the, you know the late seventies, he ran thirteen twenty two. Still has a mark up there in the ten thousand. He ran twenty eight oh six. I mean, the guy was a star in the in the time when people were just not running that fast. But I think easily we have three names to fill the rest out because we have Cheserek already, and now let's get to and we have Chesarek.
0: Weeding still there. We still have Weeding. No,
1: god damn it, no, he's not. <laughs> he's on still there. there. There's, there's there's a spot open. He's keep, he's
0: keeping the seat warm. He's keeping the rock warm for us. Uh but okay. we'll start with the most famous of the three, Prefontaine.
1: Yeah. Right. I mean aside from just being like a cultural icon to distance runners everywhere and really just like the state of Oregon, uh and some of that is the rock star status of being someone unfortunately who died young and he was brash and he had many famous quotes and just the people he met seemed to really impact for the rest of their lives um the guy was a stud at Oregon he won seven national titles dominated in cross country um but his impact just goes way way beyond that you cannot have a respectable mount rushmore of Oregon track and field without steve prefontaine we obviously have the prefontaine classic uh he brought in a new w- wave of uh, an attitude towards towards track and field you know Ushered it out of its amateur status in the U.S. to a professional thing. And I think track and field would look a lot different in the U.S. without Steve Prefontaine. So he is the, even maybe more so than Chesrek, he is the absolute no debate. He's on the team. Or excuse me, on the mountain. On the mountain. On the mountain.
0: Uh, Who is he? What what president is he? What president is Prefontaine?
1: Is he Teddy? I think he's Abe, Abe Lincoln. He's Lincoln. Yeah. So I think he or maybe Lincoln. maybe maybe George Washington. I I don't know. You can we can debate that.
0: I, we'll get we'll get we'll we'll decide what 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 uh okay. president each of these athletes are once we have <laughs> our four
1: because right now it's three.
0: We have Prefontaine, Cheserek, and Andrew Weeding. I'm just saying no, that's what God. we have right now. That's what we have right now. I mean okay. that's what we don't as of that's nine fifty one not on four seconds. He's on that mountain. Okay. So not next athlete.
1: Uh. More of a recent athlete, distance Galen Rupp. Absolutely, yes. He won six national titles his senior year. Cross country, indoor 5K and 3K. Anchored the DMR, won the 5K and the 10K. The guy ran. What did he run indoors? I mean, he just had. uh, I got. I got to look. I got to look what his indoor time was. But he he had he had run like 13 18 or 13 19, a mark that Tyler Day just exceeded this past January. Uh, but previously he was third best indoors all time. He ran the marks. Obviously, he's gone on to a spectacular career that we're not counting that. But the six national titles in one school year—no one has ever done that. Not even Cheserek. Uh, Gailnerup stands stands alone in that in that one year. And even if you you know look just at that one year, he belongs on the team. But obviously, he did more than just a senior year. He was a star throughout. Wait, did um, Chesarek
0: do that? Chesarek?
1: No, didn't he only Chesarek did five. Win? He he only did five. You only did five in the school he year though.
0: No, in, a, in the school so he year won, he did
1: six. No, uh, so he in, in the year that he would have done that. Um, I'm trying to think. In it would have been it's
0: 2016 when he did it, right?
1: 2015 and 2016, I think, would have been. He would have won cross. Won so the five k.
0: Ches won cross in 2014, 15, and
1: 16, right? Okay. Yeah. I mean, let's try to figure out the years that he would have won. So in... he did
0: it during this, he did it during this, during the 17 year, right?
1: When he did, you got to look triple. it up. My internet's, my internet's acting up. So you're going to have to look up to see if he won, if, if, uh, if he won six national titles in, in one school year. Cause I feel I like he maybe he just, okay. Yeah. You got to look it up. Cause
0: he, he did the, Okay, so it was twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen outdoor, he won the five and ten. Twenty sixteen indoor, he won the three, the five, and the DMR. And then twenty fifteen cross country. Oh, okay, he won. I was wrong. So Okay. Yeah, I thought he I thought so, he fell
1: I thought he thought he fell short of I thought he fell short of six. Okay. No, but still he did six. Okay. And and, and obvious. On. Yeah. Yeah, they're both on. They're both on.
0: So you're Galen Rupp. Prefontaine, Chesarek, and my boy, Andrew Weeding. That is our Mount Rushmore.
1: No, we can end the no, pod. No, we can end the pod no, now. there's one more guy. There's one more guy. It's obviously, and I know you're being facetious, but Ashton Eden won three straight decathlon national titles. He set a heptathlon world record, a world record. Now I know it's the heptathlon. It's not, it's not the 400 meters. I get it, but he set a world record in college. Basically only people who do that, you know, uh, or legends i mean i think of uh god why can't i think of the usc guy michael uh why can't i think of his name we, 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 no 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 the us the the foreign reader runner the best guy in the oh, world norman, right now norman michael norman why can't i can not think of his name the only guy who's, who sets world records him and him and norman in college i mean that's just ridiculous to be doing that uh Ashton Eaton is on there. I think he won a total of let's see how many uh da, 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 da. I mean he won three straight decathlons, uh multiple heptathlons. I mean, he's got at least five national titles. It's it's in the back. That's easy. He's on there. Okay,
0: I I just want to let you know, you're deciding to put on the Oregon Mount Rushmore Mount Rushmore, a guy whose eight hundred PR is one fifty-five and fifteen hundred PR is 414. Meanwhile, Andrew Weeding has run 330 in the 1500 and 144 in the 8. I mean, what are we doing here? Yeah, Why? I think 333, it, 144 versus 155 and 414. Come on, what are we doing?
1: That's pretty impressive that his PR in the 8 is 155, first off. We know Eaton's one of the world's best athletes of all time. I saw the guy run 45 flat at the end of day one of a, of a, uh, of a decathlon at the World Championships. He's had the world record first in 2012 at the trials. I mean, the guy's just—you know—you know—he's a stud. I mean, he's an absolute stud. You could argue, even though his world record's been beaten, he's the greatest decathlete of all time. And if greatest decathlete of all time, you're—I understand people are still going to want to pick Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods and and LeBron James or whatever. But you you could—he's in the conversation of one of the greatest athletes of all time. Um, He could have, as opposed to most decathletes he legitimately could have been if he wanted to dedicated himself wholly to the 400 and could have been a world-class 400 meter runner Uh, he had he had that that sort of ability i think he could have been a a world-class high hurdler as well uh he he belongs up there and shown he's on the he's on the bowerman towerman as well oregon clearly understands his greatness he he belongs up with there with pre rup Ches. It's himself. It's a clear number four. I'm sorry, but Andrew Weeding just fell off the mountain. Well, one one thing about Ashton Eaton is that what? How
0: many world world decathlon titles did he win? Uh, like
1: global? two? Oh, global titles four. You know, he won the Olympics twice, and I think he won two other world titles. So, and he stopped after 2016. Like
0: right, Ashton could have had. 17, he, he yeah he sixteen was his last year. Was that true? Yeah, right. Yeah, so yep. he could have had seventeen, nineteen. I mean, he's only thirty. He's born in nineteen eighty eight, so he's not. He's still only like thirty one. I think he just turned thirty two. So like, the guy's not like he could have added so many more to, to think about. Like he kind of retired young in in a weird way. I mean, obviously, yeah. You know, he was like, I kind of did everything I wanted. You know, I've won right. a, won it all. I've hit the world record. I just kind of want to live my life. like, And right. you, you, you respect that. But it is kind of wild to think about. You know, he has four global decathlon titles. He could have added two, three yeah. more.
1: Like, it would have been nuts. Obviously, the training for the decathlon is just, it just, it takes up. I mean, training for any event at a high level in track and field takes up your whole life. But when you're training for 10, it, yeah. it with, and him and his wife doing it together, and she got an indoor world title. I think they just had, ha- had enough. And I'm I'm sure a little part of him competitive nature, if he has the competitive nature that most super elite athletes have, I'm sure when Kevin Mayer broke his world record, the tiny part of him was like, Oh, man, I got to get back. But he knows his body. And uh, it's remarkable that he was able to do what he what he did. He's still the greatest uh, decathlon decathlete probably ever just in the fact that Mayer hasn't done it didn't won as many titles. And hasn't had the health so far that Eaton's had. So, you know, he's still got that going for him. And he's definitely one of the four best Oregon male track and field <laughs> athletes of all time. Okay. So, I'll, I'll, Andrew
0: Weeding is going to step away from the Mount Rushmore for now. Mm-hmm. You know, things might change 20 years from now, right? All of a we, sudden, you Andrew You look at Weeding him differently, becomes, yeah. He becomes like a legendary coach and coaches like 30 Olympians in 10 years or something like that. You know, you never know. Uh, but... One thing I wanted to do for this, this exercise. So obviously it's an exercise. We picked our four men and our four women. Uh, To recap, Mm -hmm. the four men we picked were Rupp, Chesarek, Prefontaine, and Eaton. The four women we picked were um, Hesse, Rogers, Gardner, and Tyson. 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 Yeah. Tyson. Kind of crazy that there's literally a married couple on the Mount Rushmore boat. Two Eatons. Their kit... Their kid is going to be insane at whatever he or she does. Uh, did do they? Did they already have a baby? Do they have? They had a kid, right?
1: Yeah, I can't Didn't remember that? if it was a boy or girl. Yeah. Yes, they did. Um, yeah, Either you would way. figure if that if that kid wants to pursue sports, uh, got the genes for it for sure. So what? What basically
0: what I want to do is we're going to force ourselves to take someone off and add someone in, just for this exercise. Now, I won't do oh, the weeding thing because weeding is, like, the whole bit of this podcast. But mm-hmm. if you had a gun to your head and you had to swap out someone on your Mount Rushmore, who would you swap them out oh. and with who? Jeez.
1: You prefer both so men and talk- women?
0: Yeah. Ooh,
1: Yeah, that one's tough. Who um, are you
0: promoting and who are you demoting?
1: Gun to your head. I I think for the women I could easily put Hole up there in place of his say. I'm just not sold on as so much on his say, and I, I think you look at the the record book and Hole has been up there in the in the 1500, and uh you know she was at her peak and it wasn't as frequently but it just as good as, as a say in cross country, and had more speed in in the 1500 and you know one one two DMRs so I could put her up there. You can make the argument for Prandini. You- uh, you, you i you, 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 okay. yeah, 'm gonna, go, you you gonna go with I'm gonna put a hole up there on the men's side it's very very hard um even with the controversy <laughs> I think I think Salazar would go up there in place of oh God, I don't think you can replace any one of those I mean it'd have Got to be to head, Rupp, but you, it would have to be rough, but I don't think you can't you can't do that, but I guess I I just cause he won on the track and in cross country, I I guess Salazar, but the thing is Rupp exceeded that. So I guess Salazar over Rupp if I had to, but I I'm not gonna do that. I would actually allow someone to pull the trigger on the gun before I uh <laughs> replaced Alberto Salazar with Galen Rupp.
0: Nice. I just wanted you to do that. I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna keep my Mount Rushmore. You're the one who just destroyed your both Mount Rushmores by you know, taking one off, and- I
1: did. you fooled me. That's <laughs> that was a con. That's not fair. Yes.
0: So, all yeah. right. So, Prefontaine, Rupp, Chazarek, and Eaton, Rogers, Tyson, Gardner, and Hesse. Those are our okay. eight Mount Rushmore. You know, Chazarek is. I mean, I guess I would say that Prefontaine is Lincoln, Rupp is Washington. <laughs> Roosevelt is, I don't know. I, I, yeah. Who are the four? Do you know the four? It's, it's.
1: Yeah. Uh, is are, it F? No, shoot. Who is the fourth one besides Roosevelt? It's not FDR. Uh, no. We should know this. I should. It's the guy with the glasses. This.
0: It's the guy with. The, it's the guy with the glasses. Thomas Jefferson. That's it. Um. There you go. Yeah. So Thomas Jefferson, Roosevelt, Lincoln, and Washington. I would say Prefontaine is Washington because he's the guy who's first, right? Okay. Rupp okay. is uh, Teddy Roosevelt because I feel like you know this it's will like be good. I'm excited Rupp, for that. Right? Rupp, 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 is Teddy Roosevelt. Thomas okay. Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson is Ashton Eaton, and then Lincoln is Chess.
1: Got it. That's
0: what it <laughs> okay. is. Okay.
1: All right. All right. Well, I'm not going to ask you to do the same on the women's side because none of that no. made sense on the men's side. So let's just keep it there.
0: <laughs> did you watch the uh, Michael Jordan documentary?
1: No, I don't have ESPN. I don't have cable. So I'm going to either figure out – have i I'm an ESPN Plus subscriber, so I don't know if they're going to release it anytime on that. Or I'll just wait the three months until it's on Netflix or whatever it is. Uh, uh, everyone's really excited about it. Uh, did you watch it? I did.
0: I thought you being a Chicago boy is going to be all about watching your '90s team, but yeah,
1: I just uh, I w- I wasn't about to just get cable just to do it. I mean, I cut the cord, so I I don't know. I I could also like work to get a VPN so I could watch it because I know it's on Netflix internationally. It's just a lot of work. I'm in the midst of still kind of moving, getting my house in order, so I don't know. I just ha- I haven't made it through yet. Ultimately, like I, can, I know it's going be... it to be.
0: I can send it to it, you.
1: I could send it to you. Well, let's not like do illegal illegal things here. Um, I'm just saying, I could send it to yeah. you. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if I have time. I actually, uh, have been because they've been, ESPN's been putting out so much content in relation to it. I actually watched uh Michael Jordan yesterday. I watched Michael Jordan's 63 point game against the Celtics in 1986 and then i started last night the dennis rodman documentary so i've been kind of working around the edges of this documentary i know ultimately i'm going to get to it whether in what in some shape or form but don't have access to it but i'm definitely interested in the topic of course and uh want to know more history i mean the footage i assume is incredible and and just seeing michael jordan be kind of a jerk to his teammates is of interest to me so there is a there's going to be a time where I watch this.
0: Sounds good. Uh, Cause we got to cast the Michael Jordan doc with track athletes. Like we did with Tiger. King. There you That's go. What we got to do. There you um, go. There you go. Flow track podcast at gmail.com. Email us questions, thoughts, topics you want us to talk about. We'll probably dive. We hit the mailbag is filling up. So we'll probably hit the mailbag. Maybe tomorrow or the next day or eventually, once mm-hmm. we don't have topics yep. to talk about. Uh, but tomorrow's actually gonna be a good pod. It's going to be me and Kevin. Unfortunately, Lincoln's not gonna be on it. But we're gonna do it's NFL draft. We have sports in the in the oh, sports world. Yes. The NFL draft tomorrow. So really excited about that. We're gonna do the official track and field draft in honor of I like the NFL it. draft tomorrow. Uh we me, Kevin, are gonna put on our commissioner hat and our GM hat, and we're gonna draft the hell out of this track college world, I guess. So I love it. It's kind of funny. Uh Lincoln, I mean, Kevin did this uh 3 or 4 years ago in 2014 he did his own little mock track and field draft. Guess who he did not draft?
1: 2014 2014?
0: female athlete didn't draft her.
1: As far and th- this like is the, prof- professional athletes or you said college to pro you, you,
0: You're drafting college you're drafting college kids to be pro on your pro team. This athlete was oh not my. drafted. Uh, 2014 okay, 20, 2014 who would have been female distance runner who did okay. he regret
1: not picking oh my god uh shelby hoolihan yes no okay. he did not draft nice. shelby hoolihan
0: which i guess at the time like she had just gotten beaten by marta fritas so like yeah you know he's kind of like all right maybe she's like a wild card but yeah i bet he regrets that
1: so. I would imagine. Yes, she's gone on and done pretty pretty good for herself and she's going to be on the podcast later this week. So that's that's a nice nice segue, nice tie in. He
0: can she can rub it in her face about not being drafted in 2014. <laughs> so Flowtrack Podcast at Gmail. I'm Gordon. This is Lincoln. Thanks to Elon for producing remotely and we'll see you guys tomorrow.